0: another riveting edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. How are you this week?
1: Fabulous.
0: I know, we've had a crazy time for this pre-screener season, right? It's
1: pre-screener season, boy.
0: So, guys, welcome to yet another minisode where we're going to talk about the Wendigo.
1: Ooh, boy. And you have this this is very near and dear to your heart for a couple of reasons right
0: yeah but i'm not gonna make it about me quite yet i'm gonna i'm gonna wait i've i'm talking to a couple people right now about all of that yeah so guys really really interesting stuff to come uh (laughs) come come (laughs) We're keeping
1: it classy in 2023. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Somebody's
0: fucking got to. That's right. Speaking of keeping it classy, uh, this is just an uh, anecdote that I'm surprised I didn't tell you about earlier. Um, I saw a truck. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. I saw a (laughs) truck. Good news. I saw a dog today. (laughs) I saw a truck the other day, uh, which I guess made it on Instagram. But it was somebody had taken the tailgate and they painted it to uh biden and trump making out <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and it just said can't we all just get along <laughs> troll
1: level god
0: dude if i wasn't so fucking late to wherever i was going that day <laughs> i was ready to sit outside of that dude's truck and just be like dude can we be do can- can- we just become best friends <laughs>
1: follow him to wherever he's going you end up in like a barnes and noble cafe or something kind of little meat cute (laughs) no that's amazing because my favorite part about that level of trolling is that it's not even trolling first of all it's just straight up that nobody that gets behind him is not reacting to that right you know what i mean (laughs) for better or worse can't unsee that shit and that's a story that's going to get told to everyone,
0: right? Right. No. The <laughs> and actually, I saw another one today when I was going to get white claw from the uh, the the local food lion, mm-hmm. and it was like this super souped up Subaru. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, clearly a lesbian owns this car, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the 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 license plate was ICU looking <laughs> and i was like damn they caught me
1: <laughs> perfect 100 percent. yeah i'm thinking about the, like the marketing opportunities of of uh, things like that right totally like you put biden and trump together and they're making out on the back of your tailgate and it, like in the corner it just says something like please consider recycling or like <laughs> second harvest food bank or something like that. <laughs> if you've made it this far
0: <laughs> right <laughs> right well getting into Good it shit. yeah Get Wendigo. It? Yeah, the the Wendigo. Uh, so this was directed by Jake Robinson, who very graciously gave us this pre-screener. Yeah, thanks, bud. Yeah, su- super excited. This was, this movie was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get into why here in just a minute, but just a little bit more of the itinerary for this, mm-hmm. um, even though Eric should be doing it because he actually has access to his phone today. I can do it. Do you want I, me to do it? I will do it anyways. Okay. You're a
1: hero. We
0: have James James S. Brown, who is one of our writers, as well as James S. Jamie Brown. Mm -hmm. I guess those are two different people, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're one and the same, Mm -hmm. with the story by Jake Robinson. Uh, So we have Matthias Margraves as Matthew, Jake Robinson himself as TJ, Mm -hmm. Hunter Redfern as Jay, Tyler Jean as Logan, who is... Probably the goat of this movie. (laughs) Uh, Taylor Grace Davis as Kaylee, and Laura Rodriguez as Cassie. We also notably have Austin Pigza as the Wendigo himself. Very cool. Uh, Also, I guess for screen time uh, appropriation, we have Paul Hurley as Paul, Paul. (laughs) who... The name was never actually said, but I believe he was the character that was playing the forest ranger. Yes. Um, so, guys, this is a spoiler-free episode, so we're not going to get into too much. It's also a sode, so you know us; we mm-hmm. can't. <laughs> right.
1: That's exactly right. That's what makes these so much fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what can we? How can we tiptoe around this uh-huh. appropriately? Um, so, uh, Eric also actually. Uh, before we get on with our first impressions, I do want to read the synopsis for this. Again, guys, I'm really sorry. As most of you know, I'm really bad at reading, so deal with it. After a social media star d- disappears in the woods of North Carolina, his friends are set out to figure out what happened to him. Ignoring the legend and cursed land. W- Pfft, there we go. There there was the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Ignoring the legend of the cursed land was only their first mistake. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I really like that synopsis, by the way. I love it when synopses don't give away a whole lot.
0: Right, you right, know what right.
1: I mean? And it's very just like, it's like the back of the VHS tape. You know, that <laughs> kind of shit. Like, you had one paragraph, right?
0: totally so uh we'll we'll get into first impressions eric what what was your first impression of this movie and i I think it's important to note now that it is a found footage film
1: i was gonna say i love found footage movies so there's that factor okay (laughs) there's the i believe you mentioned filmed in north carolina factor Mm -hmm. for me um there is the everybody acted their ass off factor for me right Mm -hmm. so this is has all of the makings of a fucking Eric's going to enjoy this movie kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first impressions really for me were pacing was great. There's a lot of, I, I think we were talking about it earlier where you were mentioning all of these characters feel intentional, mm-hmm. you know. There isn't a lot of wasted space. It's a relatively short movie, too, for like a full-length feature. Right? It's it's clocking in at like 109, mm-hmm. an hour and nine, I think. I think so. So very, very well done keeping it under that 130 for our fucking ADHD asses. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> or We're ADD, just like yes. vibrating yeah. in our yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. chairs. <laughs> ADD. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing it's this I guess. it's it's, Probably. The, it's the same picture Probably. <laughs> right, right. what i
0: will tell you is that they will give you the same medication for both good
1: okay cool okay a
0: god i wish <laughs> dude if they gave me a fucking trank for add <laughs> i'd go back to therapy
1: <laughs> middle school is crazy
0: dude. the irony yeah. is that i am but right. <laughs> i was gonna say yeah i
1: didn't want to air your ass out here but that's cool um
0: Hey guys, there's Dude, nothing wrong with, with needing some help sometimes. Oh of course
1: not. Of course not. I just like as a chronic oversharer understand that a lot of people ain't trying to like oh, <laughs> yeah. you know. What I, mean? I don't give
0: a fuck. As as a wise man once said in a very beautiful red sweater, it's okay to feel sad sometimes.
1: <laughs> My favorite is that's the fairly odd parents version yeah. of it. It's, <laughs> the, it's a to kind of feel sad sometimes. <laughs> he sounds like fucking Harry Carey <laughs> from the Chicago Cubs days. <laughs> And Sandberg with a fly ball out to second base. Did you know that Sandberg spelled backwards is grub nas? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, the movie's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, i I really like um the woods vibes anyway Mm -hmm. the lost in the woods thing is something as a scout like i was a cub scout and a boy scout for like a year Mm -hmm. until they got kind of handsy um naturally but but i was
0: i was like where am i church (laughs) right right.
1: (laughs) um the concept of lost in the woods separated from home and civilization and anybody that can hear you when you scream is (laughs) frightening to me right (laughs) So we've already got the setting established, and I don't know if anybody around here has ever been to North Carolina before, any of our listeners. There's a lot of fucking trees. It's not hard. Oh, yeah. It's not hard to get lost in the fucking Pine Barrens out here, dude, so,
0: yeah. Even, like, looking at some of our disc golf courses, man, it's like, God, there's mm-hmm. so many places I could get molested out here. <laughs> right. right. <laughs>
1: You're grabbing vines swinging across, like, <laughs> <laughs> like over like rivers and shit.
0: Well, again, most of these are behind churches. So, hi-oh, two, hey two. Okay. So, um,
1: your first impressions, guys. Um,
0: so, I, I'll be the first person to say I'm not the biggest fan of found footage films. Mm-hmm. My favorite's probably as above, so below. Woo. And then, like, uh, if you haven't checked that out, I don't understand how you're this far in our show. It's probably the better sound quality, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that re- that really is a, a a movie that I think kind of sets, not the precedence, but I think the standard. Because you think precedence, it's like, okay, that's like the Blair Witch Project, you know? That's a good, and, or, that's a good way of putting that, or, or, yeah. or the Or the uh, Poughkeepsie tapes or something like yeah. that is a little bit more of the precedent setting, but... Um, what I, we
1: expect versus how we can execute the expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, then,
0: and then there's like kind of like this fun area where there's a little bit of playroom. And I think that's kind of where this movie falls in, right? Mm-hmm. Is you get the horror aspect of the found footage with being able to do this on a similar budget that the Blair Witch did, mm-hmm. right? With a little bit more costume taking. And um, I, I'll, I'll even just get past my my first thoughts because something i do want to talk this is just something i want to talk about in general is hey one it's of, our mini so dude one of the things that was really unique about this movie that i really loved was how many different cameras we had for the found <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah it was yeah. really cool
0: we had the night vision in black and white we had and they even make a crack about it because there are two the people that go to find uh said missing social media star uh there's two girls that have like a you could tell it's a basic bitch camera. It's the equivalence of <laughs> right. us using a Yeti Omni-mic for our first season. For right? like, like
1: 40 <laughs> episodes straight, yes. Yeah. Including uh, interviews. In, 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 no, we just raw dog that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's it's the equivalence of that compared to... And one of them makes a crack about the guy. Uh, he pulls out, and you can tell because it changes to widescreen. Mm in the in the film which i think is really good because i think it breaks up the movie for a movie that already is short and has a really good pace it even helps just get into it and Mm -hmm. you know actually enjoy the movie and it was just funny when one of the girls was like oh you got one of those hollywood cameras (laughs) (laughs) right
1: and the funny point being i don't want to spend like i don't know how in depth i can go i'm going to make sure i temper this before i say this out loud um, part of the plot development involves um just the nature of influencers, YouTubers, whatever mm-hmm. in general. So it doesn't surprise me at all that some people would come equipped with like cameras. Mm-hmm. And then like proper cameras and then like shot on iPhone cameras. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's yeah, yeah, what they... Yeah. So it's kind of on the nose there. Whether that was intentional or not, that did make a lot of technical sense.
0: 100%. And, and, and actually, uh, we won't talk too much about the very first scene, but the, the movie does start off with mm-hmm. the social media person that we're talking about. And the only thing that I really wanted to say was it felt like it, w- it was pretty much a Twitch stream. And Jake put so much effort right into the dialogue that was happening in that uh twitch Mm -hmm. chat it was guys we were in tears some of the shit they were saying because i was like this man has seen every internet troll that has ever been under the bridge (laughs) there is a
1: very specific cadence spelling nuances and things like that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean emojis 100 everything and it's so funny
0: my favorite was uh heart you gay boy and it was like (laughs) (laughs) it was like a purple heart and then you and then it was like the an emote of a dude with a rainbow over his mm. face and it just said boy boi and i was like this, this is my favorite thing i've ever seen paul you know, simon fucking... <laughs> 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 um, so it, it's it starts off pretty strong you know and then obviously we meet our subsequent characters uh to fill out the rest of this movie uh, do you want to talk a little bit about some of their performances?
1: Yeah, um, a lot of this has to do with like the slow burn. Um, people will likely be critical of movies like this of, as they have in the past about like the slow burn intro. But it's important when we we're have coming it...
0: for you, dick bag. Right
1: when we have a smaller cast it's important to establish the relationships that they have as characters with one another which is what this movie does really well and it's brought to life by the performances of all these people on the screen writing was great to help like kind of carry that but i feel like the actors and actresses involved in this were the ones that ultimately carried that and that's what you want from your um, you know crew when you're mm-hmm. making a movie is somebody that can take something that you've written down and bring it to life so great job on their part um as the movie progresses, obviously things happen, the plot accelerates and the speed, the the pace and everything picks up until it comes to a you know climax. And all of the acting in those sequences, there's a lot of emotions involved. There's a lot of this, that and the third that's going on in the background that we're not aware of because again it's found footage and you're left to the devices of like screaming or you know mm-hmm. knocking or just non-dialogue acting and things like that. And I feel like everybody kind of played their role really well with this one.
0: One hundred percent. And uh, I'm not going to go too much into it. Uh, it's so
1: hard not to spoil shit like I, I want to talk about it. And it's so hard. <laughs> I know
0: um, what I will say is I really like because obviously it made sense, but I thought it was really cool that Jake was a character mm-hmm. in this movie being the director because now he also is like it makes sense to choose the angles and it's yeah. why the cinematography looked as good as it did was mm-hmm. because he was behind the lens it the works whole
1: on a couple of like fourth wall layers exactly you know? yeah.
0: exactly and it, it was it was really cool to see that because mm-hmm. that makes so much sense to me on on paper right it's
1: really effective budget wise too i would imagine yeah because now you're not paying a
0: dp you are the fucking dp
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's cool in the quentin tarantino sense where it's like i'm i would love to see i love it when directors like shamelessly put themselves in movies because it's just so good you know
0: and he has some scenes that i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. in this movie too Mm uh which i will say one of my favorite scenes is actually from uh taylor grace davis Mm -hmm. who plays kaylee more on that when the movie comes out but uh there's there's a lot of really good performances to look out for in this movie so we're not a like paranormal podcast like Mm. a lot of people are i say a lot Mm -hmm. I, i think it's a mixed bag but I do want to take a second for uh, people who don't know what a Wendigo is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about it as in the ideas that pertain to this movie. Right. Please don't take my history for <laughs> gospel.
1: For something that may or may not be real.
0: Ex- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go there. And well, then well, first of all, <laughs> John is a Wendigo. <laughs> My impressions would be so much better if I were a Wendigo. You've
1: eaten Malcolm McDowell, and that's, <laughs> and that's it. he lost your powers the next day, so that's all you had.
0: <laughs> you're like out in the woods, and you're like, "Why is Malcolm McDowell out here singing in the rain?" <laughs> <laughs> Have you lost your fucking minds? <laughs> brilliant it was me michael i failed you (laughs) enough of that but (laughs) people people are sitting on the other side of this like he does not sound like malcolm mcdowell he sounds like a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) let us know in the comments that we don't have (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyways uh so essentially a wendigo is a creature and a curse. And the spirit of it is based on cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, 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 I think that this legend gets a little bit bastardized sometimes because I think it is a mixture of what we know today and what is told to us by the winners of history white people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's it's just one of those things. So, like, this originated with the Algonquin tribe, uh, which for some of you out there listening know about my opinions on that, which are not a bad thing for anybody who's listening right now. I've just been doing, like Eric was saying earlier, I've been doing a little bit of research for uh, some stuff that I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really de- definitely comes from, like, the Northwest, the Canadian era, area between that and... Um, north dakota um but it is a creature that eats hearts some say is blind i don't subscribe to that but again that's everyone has their own interpretation everybody's doing different stories right now um it has the ability to mimic other sounds uh that it hears so it can mimic like you know you speaking or something like that and it eats hearts (laughs) you know and I felt that.
1: It sounds like somebody I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's his name?
1: Starting with the man in the mirror.
0: Oh. I thought you were going to say Mark Cantu.
1: I can say Mark Cantu. We can just <laughs> edit that up. It reminds me of somebody I know. Mark Cantu. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, this movie did a pretty good job of uh, showing some of that stuff. And there's actually one scene in particular that we're not, obviously we're not going to get into, but, um, you hear one of the voices call back in like that mimic fashion.
1: John just goes, that was fucking cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was, I was like, okay, like the, I know if I I mean you know, I don't really know the writers like we do some of the people that come sure. on the show. So when you see stuff like that, and you pick up on it. That's filmmaking to me. And I don't think that filmmaking is necessarily uh designed for everybody to subscribe to it. Right. And I can accept that at the end of the day, but it's really fucking cool when that kind of forethoughts put into it. Yeah because
1: there's that human element right you're like this is a this is a creature that for all intents and purposes means something to you from an interest standpoint totally and for somebody else to get an aspect of it right that you're like oh you would have to know a little bit deeper than just the general Mm -hmm. concept to be able to understand how that would and why that would you know and things like you're like Mm -hmm. okay i see you now you know kind of thing
0: because i think for me too it's not even just like the idea where it's like i understood that that's Mm -hmm. fucking cool (laughs) in my head i'm like, oh that person just taught somebody something that sure, they might yeah, not have yeah, known. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, too. You know, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to gatekeep knowledge. I just think it's really cool <laughs> that there's that opportunity yeah. for learning while you're, you know, melting your brain. Essentially. <laughs> cool, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> this film, I felt like, did a really good job of bringing people in, mm-hmm. making you comfortable. There was nothing that really went over anybody's head. There was a lot of i wouldn't say jump scare moments because mm-hmm. i i i don't i just don't feel that way about found footage mm-hmm. uh i feel like that camera vibration and like that freak out is mm-hmm. kind of like its own thing yeah right like i just don't i, I just don't think you can compare the two um uh, but i thought the cinematography was really cool i thought mm-hmm. it was really fucking on point um and I thought that Jake kind of gave himself a lot of room to play mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the point of taking a and not not that this is a general concept, but I'm, I'll it'll make sense when I explain it. When you take something that's very sandboxy, it usually does, and you have a uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're right. Um, you take something that is kind of a sandbox right here these are my parameters these are the worlds mm-hmm. that i've the world that i've built and that kind of thing i'm going to put these characters into this world and just watch them go yeah i think you're writing well when you're doing that sort of thing
0: mm-hmm. so and it was it, on that note uh i thought it was really interesting for because obviously we're not influencers because you know
1: <laughs> we would have way many way more followers on social media if we were influencers.
0: I need to just, like, start taking pictures of my crippled dog and put <laughs> and put that yeah. up. <laughs> People aren't even listening. They're just following us.
1: <laughs> Don't skip leg day. You'll end up like this guy.
0: Dude, speaking of not skipping days, and I won't get on this diatribe, but, like, I saw this picture of David Liz, who the big tying factor is... Terror Films is the production company that is doing the Wendigo. Right. Which also did the Welder. Right. So you guys already know that we wouldn't be putting it out there if we didn't know that you would have fun watching this movie. But David Liz posted a picture of himself at the gym today, and I'm not even gay. But but holy shit, dude. That dude's arm looked like a fucking Mack truck, and he was just, like, getting pumped for the next movie. I was like, you got those fucking camera-holding arms. God damn, (laughs) dude. My man looks like Stanley Kubrick on steroids. (laughs) Yoked.
1: Yoked. (laughs) Do you want the support vest? Nah, dude.
0: (laughs) We cannot say the release date yet for the Wendigo because we were asked not to. Um, we can tell you that it will be in your hands sooner than you think mm-hmm. and that it is definitely worth checking out. Like I said, the the, the if you're a found footage fan, mm-hmm. you should just watch this movie. It's
1: got everything you need.
0: Yeah, because I, I was telling Eric earlier I watched uh, Willow Creek, uh, which is also definitely worth a watch. Um, it's free on Tubi, and again, I'm not the biggest fan of found footage films, but I will al- I will always give horror a chance.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try anything once.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? I never have to watch that movie again if mm-hmm. I don't like it. Um, but I, I I do think a lot of people are really going to enjoy this film. I think, especially like later on the 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 I want to come back to the cinematography for just a second. Sure. Uh, with jumping between the different styles of cameras uh there were a couple scenes towards the end that were like rapidly jumping between them and it kind of tied a lot of that feeling mm-hmm. together that you were getting for this movie uh so bravo on that one and i like again i i think it's i think it's hard to take a concept that is so big and be able to condense that down to what it was. So I think Jake did an amazing job. The actors were phenomenal. And again, it was it was really interesting to see all these influencers together because there were a couple times where I was like, dude, what the fuck is up with the dialogue? And I was like, oh, that's exactly how people like this are. Right. And, and, <laughs> right, right. and that is so fucking far out of my realm. That they would I have
1: opinions like, about everything. <laughs> <laughs> and not only insist on the concept of being able to change somebody's mind from the internet, but also being completely unable to resist the urge to do so. Totally. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and to that point, uh, uh, the only thing that I will say, and this is not a spoiler, is the the two sets of people mm-hmm. that come to find the initial influencer... Uh, are from two different shows or podcasts or yeah. whatever they're yeah, yeah, yeah. two different sections of uh-huh. people that come together to find this person and it's really funny to watch the two stars collide right a little bit
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i would be interested to know out of any of our podcast homies that are listening to this like which like if y'all think you could like beef with us over something what would it be i want to have that argument in person first of all because i would love to meet you guys in person but it's also one of those things like selfishly i would like to know
0: yeah (laughs) i don't like your shoes eric
1: i bet you'll eat papa john's
0: (laughs) they're all like eric put some fucking underwear on
1: (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not
0: Wash your socks.
1: I don't wear socks.
0: I guess it's just getting personal now. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, stop shitting in my house.
1: (laughs) Stop feeding me spicy shit and White Claw at 10 (laughs) a.m. You won't have to worry about it.
0: (laughs) Stop having a white man's gut.
1: (laughs) I'm working on that. It's got to come out eventually. I'm
0: training. Um. but Eric, do you have any final thoughts?
1: I not really. I feel like we touch on everything we can touch on. Um, uh, I would like to see what else um, Jake has in store for. Uh, I'd be interested in uh, going down that uh, that list of uh, movies that he's worked on and things like that because I see a lot of a lot of talent here, mm-hmm. and I I really think that. I see a lot of talent uh, from the production side of things, but also the actors and actresses, like I said, that were involved in this, too. And I I really – it's hard not to say good things about movies like this when it just works and it's just good. Yeah. It's just fun. Like It's it's hard not to be excited for all these people that are involved in this. So uh, just piggybacking off of what John was saying earlier, just make sure that you're supporting indie. Make sure you're supporting people that are making dope shit. Um, and have fun with it. Cause that's all we're trying to do here. Right. So, and otherwise we're yeah. out of a job. So, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Final um, thoughts. Honestly, the only thought that I really have is if you are a person that likes found footage, if you are a person that enjoys creature features, this is worth watching. What I will tell you is what am I well, actually, this is a perfect example. Uh, I like the Blair Witch Project. Mm. I think that movie is fine. There were more special effects that went into this movie. Yeah. That made it worth watching. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Compare, compa- and I'm comparing that to probably the most renowned found footage film out there. Is There is some stuff and some elements that were put into this movie that were really unique and they were captured yeah right they weren't just like just snuffed off screen Mm -hmm. or whatever there was there was a good amount that went Mm -hmm. into this and i was i was really impressed with that side of things so again found footage love it hate it watch it Mm -hmm. don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) fuck you (laughs) (laughs) if you don't drink indie horror then fuck you (laughs) Well, I'd like to congratulate uh, Jake and the cast and crew of The Wendigo for putting out this movie, or be putting out this movie.
1: (laughs) Always be putting (laughs) out this movie. Always be putting out, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's hot girl summer. Let's get it.
0: (laughs) I know. Speaking of, we'll get to that in the next episode. Sweet. So I hope you guys enjoyed this mini-sode. I hope you guys check out The Wendigo. Uh, and make sure you're following us on Instagram at under the floorboards five. That way you can keep up with all the latest. Uh, and with that, thank you guys once again for joining us at under the floorboards where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night.